Last week, we started this series off with an important mindset shift, which was believing that starting an effective, transformative wellness routine could not wait. I'll help you get it done. Remember that. I'm here for you. But it can't wait, baby. It can't wait. So I created this series to prepare you to build the routine of your dreams. If you start today, you'll have everything you need to start forming the habits you've always thought you needed. If you're listening to this episode at the time of recording, it's March 2022, so spring break is upon us, and for a lot of us, that's a good time to regroup and pause from feeling overwhelmed with our busy schedules and get a lot of stuff done that we've been wanting to get done. And you might be saying, cool, Nady, yes, I'm going to have one slower week, but that doesn't mean I'm going to magically be able to manage my time all of a sudden. And to that, I say, you're right. You're absolutely right. So let me help you. Let's get straight into this episode and we will go step by step. Welcome to the Generation Freedom Podcast. I'm Nady, I'm your host, and I'm a licensed professional counselor in Houston, Texas. Since starting my private practice, I realized I wanted a platform to share what I've learned on my journey to finding myself and my own freedom in a way that I can't do in session. So I started this podcast as a way to use my voice and expertise to share how I'm learning to improve my wellness and connection to myself every day. This platform is for you if, like me, you're working towards becoming who you truly want to be and the best version of that person. So expect to hear all things mental health, finding life balance, wellness, and interpersonal relationships. I really hope you enjoy the content on this podcast, but please know that what you hear on this platform is not intended to be a substitute for a relationship with a mental health professional. Okay. Let's get started. So first things first, I want you to pause this episode right now and click the link right below where you're listening and join the six days of wellness challenge. It's a free challenge that I'm doing. It starts next week, March 14th. You're not alone in this. Join me and my amazing Wellness Junkie community and let's all help each other become the best versions of ourselves. It's completely free and it's only six days long. So you can do anything for just a few days. Click the link below, join the challenge. It starts this week. Let's just do it. I have so much faith in you. You will feel so supported during this challenge. I think it's really going to change your mindset and change how you think about your routine and give you the tools and some unexpected ideas about how to have a daily, weekly, monthly, whatever kind of routine you want. So click the link, join the challenge, and now let's get into it. In this episode, I'm going to give you five ways to make more time in your schedule for the wellness routine that you have been wanting to do. Number one, getting right into it, is planning ahead. We talked about this in the first episode of the series. Part of this that's making it so much harder is not having a plan. 
So planning ahead and don't put more than three things on your to-do list per day. And maybe for some of you per week. This is number one because I want to help you train yourself to nip your overwhelm in the bud. At a certain point, overwhelm becomes a choice. And if all it takes is removing an item or five from your list so that three can get done instead of none, why not? I'm not overwhelmed and things that I want to accomplish are actually getting done. The argument that I hear a lot for this is, but I have to do all of this or I need to do all these things. So why would I only pick three? They really all need to get done. And while I feel that fully, there's always a lot of things we need to do. There's always a lot to get done. My question to you is, is the way you're doing things now getting those things done? Because if everything you want to happen, your routine, your goals, your mood, how you treat your family members, how you how you snap at your kids or don't, if everything's getting done, then why are you here? So let's cut it out. Let's just cut it out right now. Before you finish working or before you leave for the day from your job, whichever it is, write out your big three for tomorrow and look at your schedule and write when in the day you can get those things done. No more excuses. This is the first thing. Planning ahead and not putting too many things on the list. You will get those other things done. But if right now you're not getting anything done, let's just start with three. Okay? Number two, locate missing time. This is my favorite thing to do for myself personally. I check in with myself very regularly about where I could be finding more time because the time is there. It just involves a little bit of sacrifice, sometimes more, sometimes less, but the time is there. If we take a step back and look at our habits, we actually have way more time than we think. So take advantage of it and that way you'll be more satisfied and you'll feel better about yourself anyway. So places to look for to find missing time. That could be in mundane activities, time-wasting activities, scrolling socials, scrolling TikTok, binge-watching shows, online shopping, sitting in the parking lot for 30 extra minutes before you walk into the gym. There's little bits and pockets of time everywhere. And if we go back to tip number one with planning, you could add to the plan what you're going to do with the time you replace. If you know you spend 10 minutes of a break scrolling, you can say, okay, tomorrow when I catch myself scrolling, I'm going to research meditation methods or sit down and stretch. You can mix and, and decide what you use the time for. That part is up to you. But the time again is there. So locate that missing time in your day and plan to use it differently. Number three, think about your time more realistically. Remember, if Beyonce has the time, girl, so do you. All right. So break up the time into smaller bites. That's what I mean by realistic. If you say to yourself, I'm going to work out for an hour a day, three days a week, or an hour a day, five days a week, and you haven't worked out but one or two times in the last three months, an hour 
of working out is not very realistic. And on top of it being not realistic, that means it's difficult. You may struggle to do it. You may even find it daunting and that's going to prevent you from doing the work at all. You won't even do it. You just keep telling yourself you would like to, but you simply don't. So take it in smaller bites. If you say to yourself, I want to rewrite my resume. I want to redo my resume. Great. Don't redo it from scratch. Be realistic. Don't stare at a blank sheet of paper. Take the old one and in 10 minute increments, section by section, it'll be done in a week versus the three weeks or a month that you've been saying you wanted to update it and nothing has happened. Be realistic. So whether that means you need to take down that one hour of working out to 10 minutes or 15 minutes, that's fine. And that doesn't mean that you won't build up to the ultimate time frame you have pictures in, in your head. You can still do that. But if you get more realistic with yourself for where you are right now, it will allow you to build up momentum and motivate yourself better and give yourself these rewards instead of continuously disappointing yourself because you have not set realistic goals. All right. Number four, do not sacrifice sleep. You stop it. You stop it right now. Absolutely do not sacrifice sleep. Now, there will be times where you will get less sleep, i.e. a new baby, a puppy. There's going to be things, but do not make a regular habit of missing sleep. And I I know there are some people out there, a lot of people actually, that think sleep is a waste of time or even taking time to yourself an hour here or there is one less hour you could be being productive or hustling. So sleep is like eight hours that you could be so productive and doing so many things. But listen to me when I tell you that the most successful people, the richest people, these apex people, They constantly talk about prioritizing sleep and what it does for their careers and their wealth. It's essential to your functioning at the end of the day, and it maximizes any goals you have. Sleep will not take away. Eight hours of sleep is not going to take away from how productive you can be. It will maximize how productive you can be. And let me tell you, from a health professional standpoint, you need to be able to function. You need sleep. So if you want to build more muscle, sleep will allow your body and your muscles to heal and recover faster and grow faster. Hashtag gains. You want to handle your stress better and maybe express your emotions better, improve your coping skills. Sleep restores your mind so you're not bogged down with your stresses and you have more clarity of mind so you don't overthink experiencing a block in your creativity perhaps REM sleep will allow you to dream more and new ideas will come to you faster here's another way to think of it if you were to go without sleep for three days just three days no sleep not an hour not two zero sleep three days straight your ability to think would be compromised especially your executive functioning, which is very important. Executive functioning is things like multitasking, remembering details, and paying attention and focusing, things like that. 
I've actually seen people with my eyeballs and spoken to and treated them. I've seen people that haven't slept for three to five days and psychosis has set it. That's something else that'll happen, y'all. Three to five days of sleep, it's not just your thinking is compromised. Your whole mind is compromised. Some people, psychosis will set in at three days. Some people it's five. Some people it's a week, but it will set in. Sleep is important. If you take anything from this episode, (laughs) I swear to God, if you take anything from this episode, the better you sleep, the more productive you will be. Money back guaranteed. Okay. And I won't say nothing else about it. Number five, last one. Number five is to start with the goals that will be the easiest and make you feel the best. Think low effort, high return types of goals. This this one is the magic trick. This is what's going to change how you get your routine started and what'll allow you to never hop off because you're experiencing the benefits right off the bat immediately. Because while yes, you could choose to start with improving your diet and reading more, also both good for you, but it feels better to spend an hour in the evenings painting while you sit outside with your dogs. This is a really powerful shift in how you see your goals. If you get caught up in what you think you should be doing versus what feels good to you in actuality, you're never going to be able to keep up with the routine because you won't feel connected to it and you won't see those immediate benefits that are going to give you positive reinforcement. I talk about this scale of 1 to 10 rule in my coaching program, the Essential Wellness Lab, where I teach people how to create wellness routines using the 12 dimensions of wellness, uncommon self-care practices, mindset, and maintenance. So in the program, I talk about this rule, which is basically that if you set a goal before you try to do it, go ahead and test the goal on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being, hell no, that sounds awful, awful. If I set a goal, for example, to run, If I want to tell run daily or run a mile, it sounds terrible. And 10 being, hell yeah, I'm hype. I can't wait to do that. That actually sounds fun. I've been thinking about this for months. I used to do that as a kid. I love it. That's a 10. Hell yeah. And a one is hell no. If that goal doesn't feel somewhere around an eight or above, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Just get rid of it because you simply will not do it. You won't. So there's no reason to overly push, push, push. Creating a wellness routine should not be hitting your head against a brick wall. It should feel good. It should feel easy. You should feel aligned. It should feel amazing. Every little thing that you add to it, every tweak you make to it makes it feel better and better. And you feel more and more like yourself. If you're banging your head against the wall, this is not wellness. This is not, this is not the dream. That's a little, a little tidbit for you. That scale of one to 10 rule, uber, uber, uber important. All right. So that is all five tips for finding time to create the wellness routine of your dreams. To recap those five, number one was planning ahead and don't put more than three things on your to-do list in a day. Number two was to locate your missing time to utilize it. 
Number three is to be more realistic about your time. Four is do not sacrifice sleep under no circumstance. And number five is to start with goals that will be the easiest and make you feel the best. Low effort, high return goals. All right, now you have no excuses. You know how to make time for your wellness routine, and that was key. So will you join my challenge? Six days, starting on March 14th. If you're on the fence, shoot me a DM at freedomtherapy underscore over on Instagram, and tell me why. Tell me why you're on the fence if you are. Remember, it's free, and you won't be alone. What else do you need? Let me know. Maybe there's something missing that you do need. I am happy to clarify because I want you in this challenge. I think it's really going to change the game for you. I think it's going to change your mindset. And I think it's going to transform how you've been thinking about your wellness routine and how overwhelmed you've been, how how slowed down you've been feeling and constantly feeling like you're trying to catch up. I think it's going to really reverse all of that. Are you ready to become the best you? Because you've been talking about it and you've been thinking about it. So click that link below where you're listening to this episode and sign up. It is not too late. Next week, we'll be talking about how to keep your routine up consistently. Because I know that's the other fear, right? That, oh, I start and I stop and I start and I stop. Or I'm afraid to get started because I don't trust myself and I think I will stop. That longevity, I know it's so important, and I want to show you how you can have it. You can have it. This is the lifestyle we want. It's not a quick fix to anything. We are going to build this. I will see you back here next week, and I hope I see you in the challenge community. Until then. 